What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. Now, this isn't going to be, I mean, I don't plan on this being an hour-long podcast. There's two subjects I really want to talk about. Um, but I wanted to, you know, tell you guys I appreciate all the feedback from the Hogwarts Legacy episode. There were a couple of people saying, uh, you know, we talked a little too much about J.K. Rowling. Not enough about the game. Uh, I understand. Yeah, I understand what people are saying, and other people. I did. I got some some responses that were not happy with what I, some of the things I said. As usual, I don't care. Um, and I had buddies calling it clickbait. You know, which hey, you know what? If it if it got you to click on it, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, but today we're probably gonna offend you a little bit more. So. Uh, be prepared, but I do appreciate the the feedback from that episode. Um, to to clarify, someone, a good friend of mine, actually gifted me the game. I was not planning on playing it, and then now I am because a buddy of mine decided to gift it to me. Uh, I, I've been too invested in iRacing and World of Warcraft and other games to really decide to pick up another one. You know, I've, I've been I've been doing this for too long, where like you buy a game and you don't really have time to play it. You don't really have time to play it, and it just kind of sits there in your Steam library, not untouched. It's just a waste of time, like you know. But you know, I'm I'm actually planning on playing Harry Potter or the I'm sorry, not Harry Potter, Hogwarts Legacy. It looks it looks really cool. I really been looking forward to trying that out. I just wish there was like a multiplayer where you could play with friends, and, and maybe that's going to come later on. But uh, I do appreciate the feedback. Uh, there's a lot of people I've noticed. When we talk about subjects like we did in, in the Hogwarts Legacy uh, you know, podcast, talking about J.K. Rowling being accused of being transphobic and all this other stuff, and I give my opinion on it, which I'm not afraid to say my opinion on it, because, again, it's my opinion. You start, I start realizing how, how many people are so quick to engage with me after I speak my mind, right, and like kind of celebrate me being so you know, out there with my opinions and they agree. They, they, they like make it a point that they agree, but they won't publicly agree themselves. You know, it's like, they don't want, and I, you know, I get it. it. You know, when you put your opinions out there, especially when they're not, what is the normal, um, opinion or view viewpoint, than what you usually see online, you know, if people are afraid of backlash. People are afraid of people disagreeing with them. Uh, they're afraid they're going to come after them and call them this, call them that. They don't want to deal with this, so they don't they don't say anything. I don't have an issue with that per se. Um, you know, I don't have an issue with that. I understand it. it you know, it, it takes a lot. You know, to stand up for what you believe in. I you know, I get it. But at the same time, that's where I make that comment of people may think that one way is the popular opinion and everyone agrees on it. That's actually not exactly true like i said in, in, in that podcast there's a lot of people out there that disagree with that with that viewpoint or whatever's popular they just don't want to say it because they know how nasty people can be and rude they can be so it's not even you know it's not even worth getting into or it's not even worth um arguing with somebody about so you know but you know the more people that stand up and say something and are willing to take that backlash you're going to see that, you know, it, the world isn't as black as white as you think. There's many different people with different opinions, and we can agree to disagree. But actually, the first thing I'm going to talk about today, I was actually going to talk about uh, a different one. I was going to talk about a different one, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, phase virus, apparently leaves phase. Now, I did a podcast a while ago. I can't remember what episode it was at this time, but we talked about this situation I want to say it was well over a year ago. It has to be well over a year ago uh, that we talked about Phase Virus and his tweets uh, disagree with something that Phase did, and I I applauded him, you know. And I'll I'll, I'll kind of touch on that because I, I again I I want to say it's over a hundred episodes ago that we talked about this because it was in 2020 I believe that he said or 2019 I can't remember. Uh, but I'm gonna read this article to you. It says Virus Virus leaves Phase Clan. One of the best FPS players from the Middle East, Virus, announces his departure from FaZe Clan and explains why he's leaving. In a shocking turn of events, popular esports player 
uh, Talal Almaki, better known as Virus, announced his departure for FaZe Clan. For those unfamiliar with his name, Virus is from Saudi Arabia and is considered one of the best first-person shooter players in the world. He joined FaZe Clan in 2020 and since then has become a prominent member of the organization's com competitive Call of Duty team. He is also known for his content creation on platforms such as YouTube and Twitch, where he streams and shares his gameplay as well as his thoughts and opinions on the game and esports scene. FaZe Clan is one of the most successful influential esports organizations based in the world. Um, founded in 2010 by a group of online gamers, FaZe has since grown to include players and content creators across various games and platforms. FaZe is known for his competitive teams in games such as Call of Duty, Fortnite, and Valorant, as well as highly popular YouTube and Twitch channels. Virus set his sights on becoming a member of FaZe Clan in 2019, and after a year of hard work and dedication, he finally earned the coveted spot as an official member. He quickly proved himself to be a valuable asset to the FaZe Clan, but his tenure took a turn in 2022 when he publicly expressed his uh, opposition to the LGD, uh, alphabet, uh, LGBTQ plus community in response to a tweet from the, fa from the FaZe showing support for the community. Real quick, I'm going to stop. I swear, was this only a year ago? There's no way this was only a year ago. I could have swore it was like 2021 or 2020. Maybe it was. I don't know. I mean, it, I guess it could have been 2020 or 2022. It's kind of weird. Huh. Whatever. So I guess it, it must have been, it must have been like June or something like that. It must have been, it must have been in June. Uh, and then, I don't know. I, I There's a podcast out there. If you want to have fun, search for it for me. Go right ahead. Uh, continue with this article, it says the statement drew significant criticism and backlash and Virus ultimately deleted his tweet. Now in a YouTube video, Virus has, uh, has announced his departure from FaZe Clan, saying that he had been mistreated by the organization during his time there. Um, now the video, the video is in Arabic. I don't know if he's going to release an English version or what, but apparently it's in Arabic. I went to, I went to tune into it. So I was just reading, you know, basically reading the comments and this article. Uh, it said, Virus further added that following the LGBTQ uh, tweet event, he received a lot of hate specifically from one of the owners, and he felt like the owner wanted to kill him. Additionally, Virus mentioned that FaZe never seemed to be receptive to any of his ideas, like bringing FaZe to the Middle East and collaborating with the Saudi Arabian team, even when he directly pitched his ideas to them. Virus's departure from the FaZe clan is certainly disappointing news to his fans, and it may draw negative attention to FaZe from the fans in the Middle East. This is the second big big loss that FaZe has suffered recently as his uh, suspended Call of Duty professional Kenny Nguyen, better known as Mew, a few days ago. Um, now, we're going to talk about the FaZe Mew thing in a second. But first, let me let me point out, FaZe Clan was on one of my all-time favorite esports teams, mainly because when I was watching Counter-Strike, my favorite Counter-Strike player of all time is Nico, who now plays for G2. But, dude, I... You know, Nico was my all-time favorite Call of Duty player, and it made me become a fan of FaZe and their whole team that they had uh, about 10 years ago. And I was a big fan of FaZe, uh, you know, you know, Call of Duty and Counter-Strike, all that stuff. And then I, I actually personally stopped liking FaZe a couple of years ago because of the owners and a lot of the TFU stuff and, and, and all that, you know, garbage. But um, so my whole thing with this virus situation is, I do believe that he received a lot of backlash. Um, you know, he basically his tweet, if you didn't hear about it, FaZe Clan put out a tweet that said, Happy Pride Month, sending love to our LGBTQ plus friends, family, and community, uh, with the rainbow with the rainbow um FaZe Clan logo. And again, I'm gonna tell you guys like I always do, it's all a business thing. They do it for Pride Month, everyone changes their their logo. Now, here's the thing. Phase virus is a Muslim. Muslims don't believe in homosexuality. Doesn't and then once again, I have to clarify this every time. Does not mean that you hate these people. You just disagree with the lifestyle. You know, it, it it's a it's a lifestyle that you don't agree with. The same way there's people out there who have friends that smoke weed all every day and you you don't agree with it. You know, you don't you don't hate the person. You just disagree with how they live in their life and what they're doing, but you still love the person. This guy didn't say anything hateful. All he did was say, just to clarify, I don't support any kind of LGBTQ or anything similar, even in even if FaZe does. I'm a Muslim. That's all he said. That's all he said. Um, and then 
Uh, he really, you know, he really didn't say anything else about it. He did. He ultimately deleted that tweet after a while, which I'm pretty sure that the organization forced him to. Um, but a lot of people, he said, uh, one of the comments that was made, one of the comments that were made was he alleged that FaZe failed to expand in the Middle East and his efforts and ideas were ignored. He was barred from social media events and brand deals. He had an unhealthy, unhealthy relationship with members and management and, and refused the same deals and treatment as others. Uh, and he now just seems to be praying for the downfall of FaZe and their stock price because FaZe's stock price has been absolutely bombing uh, lately. It was down 90% the other day. Uh, he posted a tweet that said, my prayers responded and it's a, dude, it's a Muslim dude praying and next to it is the FaZe, FaZe Holdings um, stock market price, which now actually I'm not going to get into because I'm not a huge stock guy, but I was reading an article that FaZe's stock could be pooled because of how poorly it's performing apparently. I, I don't know anything about stocks. I'm not a stock person. But that's obviously not good for FaZe Clan. But there's a lot of people in these comments that I agree with. And actually, one of them who I'm not a fan, I've never really been a fan of this guy. He was big in the Counter-Strike scene back in the day. Uh, Mo TV. if you guys have ever seen uh, Mo around. Uh, I've had the pleasure of playing with him, and he's very to- he, he used to be very toxic. I know he has kids now and stuff like that. I think he, I've, I've seen every once in a while that he's kind of mellowed out. But he was very toxic. I played some... Uh, what was it called? Call of Duty Blackout with him back in the day. But a uh, pretty popular streamer. He used to play with Summon 1G all the time. He actually posted, what's wrong with him saying he doesn't support it? He didn't say anything hateful towards the community. He's just following his religion, which along along with Christianity and Judaism prohibits it. He has the right to his beliefs, as does anyone who supports it. And then and then you have a bunch of other, other people that say, oh, rare phase W, W for phase. And then this is where we get into the, the, the usual subject of this entire topic, freedom of speech. You know, so basically a guy writes on it, you know, the comment says it's called freedom of speech. He can like or dislike whatever he wants. And everyone must respect his, his point of view or opinion without trying to shove theirs down his throat. And then immediately following that, that response, you have somebody saying good riddance. People using religion as an excuse for bigotry can rot. Uh, you know, it. It's again. This is where I just talked about in in the uh, J.K. Rowling incident. You know, it, it people are calling him intolerant. You know, basically him, uh, basically calling him a bigot, all this other stuff because of hit the way he lives his life and the things that he believes. You know, you don't respect his beliefs, but he's supposed to respect all your beliefs. That's hypocrisy. That's the same way I sit there. I I always say this. I dis I disagree with this or that, this or that. But I always follow it up with "You're free to do whatever you want." Like I'm not sitting here saying you can't do what you want. You uh, you can't believe what you believe, but don't try to shove it down my throat. Other people don't see it that way. They see it as no, you must accept this. You must believe the same thing we do, or else you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're homophobic, you're transphobic. Blah blah blah. It's becoming a really tiring subject to talk about. It's always coming up. That's why. I've talked about it so many times in my podcast, especially when it comes to streamers, streamers and content creators. Like, you know, in a video game term, it's like a lot of these streamers are like freaking NPCs and they're programmed to believe a certain way. And they, they go along with the most popular thing. If this is popular, oh, everyone's putting pronouns in their profiles. Oh, I got to put it in mine too. Oh, everyone's changing the logos to rainbow flags. I got to do it too. You know, what? it's it's kind of ridiculous how, how people just, follow along and say, you know, and say, oh, you need to respect this, these people's point of views. But we don't have to respect yours. It's, it's really ridiculous. You know, as you know, again, just like this person said, freedom of religion is one thing, but when you hide behind your religion to promote homophobia, that's another. If an org supports LGBTQ plus allyship, he does not align with their values as an org. They have every right to let him go. Discrimination against sexuality is illegal too. He's he's literally not hating. This guy responded perfectly. He said, "Not supporting something is not hating that." He didn't. Do, he, he he didn't. Uh, hold on, he he worded this wrong. He didn't did tomato against it. He didn't throw tomatoes against it. Anyone in the LGBT community, literally making stuff up at this point. I'm no way and no way was he hiding behind his beliefs. He made it uh, abundantly clear. You know, it's again. There's nothing he said that was hateful. He just says he doesn't support it. You know, it, what's wrong with saying I don't support it? It's the same way I have I have many friends who are atheists who don't agree with my religion and, and the things I believe, but it's an agree to disagree thing. It's fine. It, it doesn't matter. 
I'm not hating on them. You know, I believe in this. You don't believe in this. Who cares? You know, we still get along. We're still friends. You know, but he didn't say anything hateful whatsoever. He just said, I, I don't support it. Basically, he has he's required by his by the org to have phase in his name. And obviously, he, had, he has a big following for Saudi Arabia who are you know mainly Muslim over there. He has a lot of Muslim followers. And he basically made it abundantly clear to his followers, just because I'm in phase doesn't mean that I agree with the same sentiment that they're sending out to their followers. And that's all he said, you know, to make it clear, hey, I'm not going to follow follow suit just because I'm part of this org, which is, you know, the same thing. I There you know, there's certain companies that I have partnered with in the past that I don't agree with things that they support, things that they did. I didn't go publicly and say that, but, you know, I didn't also retweet and like and and share the things that they were sharing. I just chose to ignore it and move along my, my you know my way because I still believe in their product. I just don't believe in the stuff that they're pushing, you know. And that's and that's just me, you know. I, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. It was just you know mainly you know changing their logo to the rainbow flag and stuff like that. I didn't share it. I didn't get involved with it. It's just you know whatever companies do that. Again, I still believe it's all money motivated, but it is what it is. So not to beat a dead horse, but basically he let, he left. He feels like he's mistreated. I believe he was, because especially with a lot of the stuff that came out with FaZe, with TFU and other content creators and how they treat people, I do believe that, you know, he, he basically, they probably took that as disrespect and made them look bad. So they treated him bad and gave it, you know, another, I guess another year. I thought it was like two years ago. It feels like ancient history at this point, but it's not. I guess it was 2022. But all right, moving on to... Face Clan suspends Mew amid an investigation of streamer Astronova. Astronova allegations. So, another Phase member. Uh, this literally just happened uh, like two months ago. I guess. I guess you know these are allegations that were made, and then recently he was suspended. So, I don't know if there's any truth to these. I haven't found any um, supporting evidence of this. Uh, if you may have heard it, it was it was actually old news. It was originally reported in it was originally reported in um, November of 2022, and then I guess he was temporarily uh, suspended. Came back, and then I'm reading I'm reading that he was um, uh, I'm reading that he was suspended again. But so this article was written in November 2020 or sorry November 2022. Um, FaZe Clan has chosen to suspend Carrie Mew Nguyen in light of recent claims from streamer Astronova in regard to inappropriate actions and comments from Mew in the last year. FaZe Mew is facing allegations from Astronova after the latter claimed in a statement that Mew acted inappropriately towards her exactly a year ago. Astronova recounts a night out in which she claimed she was drunk and FaZe Mew was sober. On that particular night, the pair spent time together despite Mew being in a relationship at the time. Quote, I didn't know that he cheated on his girlfriend that night to do what he did. I didn't know this until a few weeks ago. End quote. From there, Astronova explained that he began love bombing her and sending her gifts after she ghosted him. Uh, you can read the whole statement here. I'm going to read this. Uh, I don't know. This is actually pretty long. I'm not going to read this whole entire thing. I'm not going to read the whole entire thing. Uh, it says, my story. Exactly a year ago, a content creator I trusted as a longtime friend, former teammate, even role model, did something terrible to me. I had been scared to tell anybody and pretended everything was fine until now. Uh, last year, I invited him to Faze Mew's house to participate in a subathon he was hosting. I was up. I was a surprise guest. He flew me to Texas. I was vlogging content for my own channel. That vlog never went up. Pre-subathon, he was praising my content, my streams, work ethic. He even was dropping me raids, inviting me to play games with him, telling his stream how he saw me as a huge role model for him, how I helped him break into streaming, and how he'd watch my streams before he even started his own. Telling everyone how he loved my content, I was excited to go down there and network with other creators, his friends, and make videos and everybody in the house. Fast forward to the to the last night I was there. We all went to a club. Uh, it was was everyone at the house and some other content creators who went went with us. Leo, Bailey, Nico, blah, blah, blah. Uh, at this point, there was no signals I got from you that he liked me or anything the entire week I was there. It was completely professional up until the point where he started buying me drinks. It didn't seem like he was doing this for anybody else except me. And I just assumed it was because maybe I had I was a surprise guest for a subathon and that I, I would be I would be made at home. That's how I interpreted it. 
Uh, I don't know how many drinks he gave me that night. I was dancing with the other girls and getting getting over my social anxiety and trying to socialize and make friends with everyone. There was a point where I started realizing how drunk I was, but he kept handing me more drinks as soon as I finished another. And I kept drinking because I just wanted to have a good time. To me, I was with good people and people I could trust. The rest of the night is a blur. My memory of the, of it all all happened so fast. I remember being told when I was already super drunk that he said he had always liked me and had a crush on me. It hurt a little to think that I was there because of other reasons and not because of content. <laughs> it especially hurt that he would wait to tell me something like that when I'm extremely drunk and he wasn't. So, number one. Uh, oh, my gosh. Hang on, Neo. I'm going to keep reading real fast. That was when I was, when I, or that when I was drunk, then that would be the time he would shoot his shot. He wasn't drinking like me, though. I remember being asked that I, what I thought of him, and I answered honestly. We're just friends. We are longtime friends because of gaming. I don't remember what happened after the, but he, he, he stuck close for me the rest of the night. I was so drunk I could barely walk. He carried me on his back when I needed to find a bathroom after we left the club. When I got worried that we might not find our way back to the car that I didn't know where we were, he assured me that he was sober and I could trust him to take care of me. Um, so he, he's, you know, I'm going to skip forward a little bit. That's why or she said, I opened up about my personal struggles with streaming and consistency. I was bawling my eyes out uh, about how I was failing my own community. I thought Mew would be the perfect person to talk to this, talk with us about because he's a content creator and could relate. Despite being told what I was told earlier about his crush on me, that maybe that maybe we could just forget about it and keep talking about streaming videos. When we got home, I was absolutely wasted at this point. I texted my friends that that uh, that night things that could barely be uh, deciphered. All I wanted to do when we got back was go outside and feel the feel the breeze in the pool from uh, from after the subathon. And I wanted to look at the stars. That's all I wanted to do. He said he'd come with me and followed me outside. I remember I was still crying about gaming and content even more this time. She said, quote, I, I, I cry a lot when I drink. The next thing I remember when he but next thing I remember he was kissing me. I was confused about it, but I did kiss him back and thought whatever about it. He didn't kiss me for long. He was straight. He, he went straight to groping my body and being rough about it. It was weird. It was very weird, like some power thing. Again, he was sober and I, and I was not all there. I'm pretty sure I gave consent, but I was drunk. But I don't remember how we got to his room, and but I knew we had sex. The fact I don't remember much of, of it is the upsetting part. He hurt me during it. It was painful, and he was not gentle with me. He degraded me during it, and it, it felt I felt ashamed. Mostly because I can't remember what I did. I just knew it happened. I never wanted anybody to know what happened because I was embarrassed. I let everyone do these things. I let someone do these things to me. So I just tried to forget it ever happened. So I'm going to I'm going to pause here for just a second. Because uh, this is a lot of a, a long article and I don't want to skip over too much. There's there's a lot here. I'm going to skip over because there's a lot of just nonsense in here. But first off, what I'm getting from this entire thing when I'm first reading it, my I have a big issue and this comes with a lot of different uh, subjects. I, I get really irritated when um, women come out and they have an issue with something a year later, five years later, 10 years later, you want to accuse somebody of doing something, you know, and you didn't really, you know, there's always, there's always, and I'm pretty sure in this, in this little article, whatever, we're going to see an excuse. Yeah. I haven't read this whole entire thing yet, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you, um, we are going, we're going to see, we're going to see, you know, why, why did it take her a year to come out? Right. Just like literally this, this week, I saw a thing where, oh, Tim Allen flashes penis at me. That's what Pamela Anderson said, like 30 years ago. Why are you saying it now? You know, it's like, oh, the pressure of Hollywood. And blah, blah, blah. You made a porno. And, and now you're coming out against Tim Allen all these years later. And he has no defense other than he didn't do it. But like we're in a culture of where you can't disagree. You, you, you have to believe everything they say. And they're all, you know, it's so. You know, um, number one, she keeps talking about how she can't remember this. She can't remember that. She couldn't even text anybody. And then she's saying that she had sex with a dude and he was super rough. But she, you know, but she still doesn't kind of remember this or that. I, what I'm reading right right here is 
how do you know you didn't kiss him first because you knew he had a crush on you? You just remember all of a sudden you guys were kissing. And then, you know, because you didn't remember, how do you know that he was actually that aggressive if you don't re I mean, that you keep saying you don't remember, but then you remember these little tiny parts. And, you know, it's like, I never wanted anybody to know it happened, but now here I am a year later, you know. And it makes it different to me because I've been in this, the streamer space for so long. You know, she's also in here talking about multiple times about failing her community and then stuff about, you know, her numbers going down, this and that. Streamers will do anything for publicity. I'm 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 not accusing her of anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep reading this in a second. But I always take things with a grain of salt when it comes to streamers and stuff like this. Because there's been many streamers in the past that have lied about certain things or created drama, like literally like had them and their friend work out a fake drama to literally get attention of the of the streaming world to get viewers to both their streams. And then all of a sudden they kiss and make up and you know, now they, they both have had all this exposure. Any publicity is good publicity. Okay. So you know, whenever I see stuff like this, like, oh, I'm going to come out a year later. If you're already talking about your stream has been not doing well, I don't know how bad it was before this story. Because you know damn right well, this story got so much attention, got so much attention that I guarantee you her stream has blown up. I don't, I don't watch her. I don't even know who she is. But guarantee you how many articles there are about this streamer and her bravery for coming out with the story. Guarantee you her stream blew up. And I'm not, I'm not saying I know for a fact. I'm not saying that, you know, it's not true. I'm not saying it is true, but I look at it like, okay, let's, let's read this a little bit more and we'll see, you know, how we feel about it. So going on, going on with the article, not the article, the, her story, her twit longer. It says the next day, I remember he was asking me over and over if I regret it type of questions. And he apologized. He apologized to me. And I don't remember why, but he apologized to me. Okay. You, you, once again, you don't remember something. Um, all I knew was that we had sex and it was not great. That morning, he was telling me that I consented the night before, and I just agreed with him that I did. Okay, I did then. I told myself it was my decision. I kept telling myself over and over it was my decision that I made I made, and not him, and it was okay. And everything would be okay, even though none of it was okay. He made me swear to keep it between us. That was fine be with me because I didn't want anybody to ever know. I decided to forget any of that happened. It was my way of coping with it. Just forget, pretend. Continue being his friend. Focus on my vlog. Focus on uh, filming and streaming. Mew started love bombing me after that night. When I went home, he sent me home, sent <laughs> he sent me home with a couple of gifts. Then started sending me stuff to my house randomly. Things like flowers, chocolate, snacks, teddy bears, plushies for the next weeks for for the for the next few weeks. He kept press, pressing me to reassure him that I did consent that night. He would not drop it. He needed to get it in the in writing or something like he was feeling guilty about what he did. I still have texted him saying, I know I'm asking, um, I know I'm asking this for the fourth time, but you have no regrets about that night, right? Long after that night, he kept asking me for reassurance that he did, he, what he did was okay, uh, which was so weird to me. He'd asked me over text and the phone multiple times. He needed proof so badly for some reason. That's not normal, right? If you did nothing wrong in the first place, which I, you know what? I agree. I do agree. The fact that you keep asking, um, you know, that, 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 that is kind of weird. Uh, it says, anyways, I made, it, it made me uncomfortable with all the gifts he was sending to my house. He had my, my address and sent them as, as surprises. I never asked for anything. I started to feel in debt to his kindness. I kept talking with him, um, but I still felt gross by myself. I thought I, I, if I tried to talk to him romantically or try to pr uh, produce feelings for him that, uh, like that, then it would make what happened. Okay. And our hookup would, wouldn't be icky or weird anymore. If you call, if you could call it a hookup, one I barely remember. He asked to take me out on a date, and I agreed. But I never saw him again after that because I ghosted him because I was uncomfortable and a part of something I never wa uh, wanted to be a part of from the start. That night I was drunk and he had sex with me. He was in a relationship at the time. I didn't know that he cheated on his girlfriend that night to do what he did. I didn't know this until a few weeks ago. We talked about uh, talked for about a month afterwards, and during that month, I kept giving excuses. That I'm too busy to talk, too busy with college, blah, blah, blah. Uh, skip forward. Uh, I knew if I had been sober that night, none of that would have happened. I wouldn't have had, had sex with him. I know uh, I wouldn't make that decision sober. I didn't like him like that. I never did. He was supposed to be my friend. I cut it off slowly, uh, stopped texting, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, and that's where he 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 would uh, I uh, he she was getting sent clips of him trash talking her, uh, saying that she would uh, used him for clout and money. Uh, fast forward to January, a few months a few months after the subathon, and months after, uh, I had said said a word to him. I had not said a word to him that was very serious. Uh, this was a, was when it's very serious allegations from other women started to arise about me online. My name was mentioned in these allegations. I started getting scared because I'd never told anybody about that night. Only him and his roommates uh, knew what happened. I went to him about it, and he acted confused on how my name would even pop up. I still had the voice recordings he sent me. Uh, he told me not to worry about what they were saying and assured they were just crazy and like so obsessed with me. Those girls were accusing him of very serious things, all with similar stories uh, to the one I have. He brushed it off like it was nothing. He twisted the story, blah, blah, blah. Uh, for the next year, I lied to myself again. Da, 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 da. He's in phase. I, I felt, see, here you go. Here, 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 here you go. Here you go. This is what I was talking about. This is where you're going to get with the story of why I didn't come forward sooner. Um, I lied to myself. I didn't want any of that to be true. I wanted him to be my friend. I wanted to be friends with someone like him. He's in phase. He has his own content house. He has a dedicated fandom. He's charismatic. He's good at talking to people. Something I'm not very good at. I looked up to him because of. He promised me he he helped me with my content, my streams. He promised me he'd help me become a better creator, giving me tips. He promised he promised he'd be my friend again. Uh, there was always something dishonest about him. I couldn't put my finger on it. Even when the cameras were off, he talked about, he talked like he was still on camera. I could never trust him. Uh, he was always a victim. Everything that came out of his mouth, w uh, would be about how everyone is so evil and, and how every girl always breaks his heart. Every friend always breaks his trust that, that he's a good guy and doesn't deserve any of this. In my gut, I knew something was off about him. Uh, but okay, real quick before I get to the other part. You keep saying now you knew something was always off about him, but yet you always pursued him, wanted to be his friend and all this other stuff. But also, you kept wanting to be his friend to help you with streaming. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting this. I'm just reading along, and this is what I'm thinking in my head. You keep talking about you wanted his help with streaming and all and content and all this other stuff, but at the same time, you always had a feeling about a bad feeling about him. Like, so were you trying to use him for content and exposure? I mean, you know. Why would you keep hanging around somebody that gives you a bad feeling? You know, that's, you know, and then that's why, that's why, that's why I kept my distance after what happened that night. I, I always knew there was something off about him. Even I just kept trying to convince myself that he was just a good guy. He was my friend. I just wanted to stay neutral and not involved anymore. All I cared about was my own content, my own name, and not his giant circle of drama he brought onto himself. I stayed away and I stayed silent. I stayed silent because of the backlash that was, you know, he had way more fans than I did, followers and fans than I did. And I knew if I came out and made made the allegations that I'm making here, it, it, it would it would likely end up bad for my part in my stream. So there you go. I was afraid to come out and say anything because of the backlash because he has a bigger thing. He, he's more popular than I am and they might believe him. So I'm not going to say anything. So that's that. Again, there you go. There's the excuse. Uh, the next time I saw him was at an airport where I was invited to a con event. He switched his flight to meet me there. He switched his flight to meet me at the airport. I thought it would be okay, but I felt uneasy. I wanted things to be okay with us. Why would you want things to be okay if you didn't trust him? Uh, I've only seen him twice before. This was before I knew the details about his other allegations. I unfollowed him as soon as I found out about, about them, which was days ago. A month ago, he wrote a song a song about me ghosting him. Um, man, I'm going to skip a little bit. Um... I am so disappointed in the entire house for letting him do whatever he wants to women and help him twist stories and make him a victim. Most of all, I'm disappointed in Hockey, one of the one of my former mods and friends who was there that night and made that pact. They watched Mew take me make, take me back to his room as, and while I was wasted and made that pact to protect him. And now I know I wasn't the only girl he'd done this to in that house, and my story isn't even that bad compared to other girls because it, I at least remember having sex. Not all of us can say that. Though that does not diminish what happened to me, I trusted him and I trusted everyone in the house. So skipping to the end, basically says, I find it gross that he filmed us without consent, that he needed to get proof. I find it odd that he felt he needed to get proof of that, like he was preparing his proof before he, he did anything else. There's so many red flags of how he reacts about getting, getting my consent and how he badly needed concrete proof of it, as if I was in a state where it could be questioned 
and if I could even even remember consenting as well. His reaction to that what has me questioning many things is almost like he wants to remove me from the equation because I am the pathway to letting these girls speak their truths. That's why he's coming for me and not them. He silenced them a long time ago. He's milking this for content. And it's disgusting. I would speak my truth no matter the rep repercussions. I'm willing to put everything, my reputation, everything I've built for myself on the line because um, this can't keep getting swept under the rug. We, we will be heard. We're telling our stories. This isn't consent. This isn't funny. This is serious. I'm disappointed. It's being treated as a piece of content and hyped up as a video. So, number one, um, there, you know, there's other other accusations against Mew as well, which I 100% disagree with. You know, if 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 this is true, uh, apparently he it's like a, a pattern he has of going out with girls and getting them super drunk, and then they all basically have the same kind of story of like they consented, and then the problem is, like I said, which is really weird with this, with his whole you know, constantly texting them for consent obviously is weird, which means that you in the back of your mind want to make double sure that even though they were super drunk and probably consented while they were super drunk, you have it in writing or a text message basically saying they had consent or whatever. But the problem I have is um, she's making it seem like uh, she's making it seem like it came out of nowhere, this and that. If you read the whole entire thing and then you go through a bunch of different other stories, basically she heard a different story from another girl that was kind of similar. And then um, they, she basically got with her and then found other girls. And then they decided to come out and, and you basically talk about it. And then so he kind of beat them to the punch and created a video about it with showing showing the evidence that they all consented and this isn't true. I'm being set up, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they're, they're, they're upset about it saying that he's using it for content when originally they, they kind of came out with the accusations first and he had to answer it. In reality, uh, Mew doesn't need that kind of drama to create more of a buzz. Um, you know, that's a lot of drama for a male content creator. That's not, that, that to me is not something that you would purposely bring on yourself for content. To get more people to follow you that's that's a big no-no in the streaming space and we've talked about it before with uh people like the way dudes treat women at like twitchcon and stuff like that we like the one dude tried to lick that one girl's face and they're following these girls around in the streets of san diego like like y'all creepy as heck dude like you know men male streamers you know you you don't want that kind of accusation against you for content like yeah any publicity is good publicity but not that kind of publicity that that you know you got girls out there accusing you of, you know, this and that, you know, getting girls drunk and sleeping with them without consent or, uh, to, you know, you're sober and they're not, and you're basically forcing their consent. It, it, you know, it's a, it's a bad rap, but the way I see the timeline, this is just my speculation, the way I see the timeline and then just reading what she wrote, she constantly brought it back to, she wanted Mew to be her friend to help her with content and her grow her stream. And then she finds, you know, then she finds out that he has a crush on her. They're drinking at a club. And then all she remembers is them kissing. Again, I'm not, I wasn't there. We don't have the full on story. Who's to say that in her drunken state, she kissed him first and kind of initiated it. I'm not saying that's fact. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you a speculation. We don't know. And then she says that she knows she had sex with him, but she knows she didn't. She remember she, all she remembers is she didn't like it. Um, L L for Mew on that one. Um, but you keep mentioning that you can't remember this or that. So how do we know that your memory of what you do remember is actual, actually factual. That's the hard part. Now, if, Mew was 100% sober as a man. Um, I do 100% believe, you know, I mean, I, I've been married since I was 19 years old, so I haven't had to deal with anything like this. But as a man, if you're with a girl and she's super drunk, which number one to me personally, like sloppy drunk falling over isn't even attractive to begin with. We should be knowing that you shouldn't even be trying, especially when you're sober. If you both are drunk and it happens to happen, you know, it's a little different, but like, 
if you're 100% sober, like, even if she were to kiss you first, you should be honestly like, no, nah, we can't do this, right? Even if you have a crush on her, it's like, dude, we can't do this. You're not in the right mindset. You know, I don't, in, to avoid a, a situation like this. But it, it makes me think, like, if this is all true and it wasn't a, a thing for content for this girl that he has a serious problem, it, it sounds like a, you know, a young man with a lot of fame uh you know basically you know basically not i don't i don't want to use the word forcing himself on women basically using his stature with these women and getting them drunk where they're in a different state of mind and then not really taking i wouldn't really say i don't want to use the right you know when you say taking advantage of it, it makes you sound like you're saying you're ra you know raping them but um it's very weird you know if you if you really are out there constantly days after you guys had sex constantly texting them like you sure you're okay with last night there's no regrets you, you consented right remember you consented yeah remember that consent you, you consented right it's like that's very odd behavior if they actually consented you shouldn't have to keep asking them for consent after the fact you know that way you have it in case there's a lawyer brought in like okay that's a little odd but you know it's, it's a very touchy subject. Now, again, this is another phase member that's having issues. You know, you have phase virus, you have phase mew, you know, you had issues with TFU, you had issues with, you know, other content creators. You know, phase clan is a, is a clan, you know, me personally, it's the esports team you, you want to stay away from right now. Um, you know, so I'm not going to sit here and give a verdict on who's right, who's wrong. I'm, I just, I'm just giving my opinion on what was re what was written, what he said and what she said. Um, I'm not choosing a side. If if Phase Mew is out there and he's purposely getting women just blackout drunk and then convincing them to have sex with him while he's sober, you're a trash human being, first of all. Now, if you're you know this girl's being a regular content creator trying to cause a buzz a year later, that's where I have the biggest issue. A year later, you come out about this and you kept talking about how disgusting you felt and how upset you were and then you ghosted him and then you started talking to him again and then i decided to come out a year after it happened like why were you trying to be his friend afterwards anyways why were you still trying to get your content moving forward while this dude base you feel like this dude kind of violated you but yet you're still trying to talk to him and all this sort of stuff then you ghost him and then you talk to him again it's like it's it's just very odd behavior i mean obviously i've, I've never been in the situation but it, it's like, it, it's, it looks like from my point of view and what I was reading, you were still trying to advance yourself and just, if you actually were feeling disgusted with being his friend, you were trying to overlook what you felt he did to you to continue growing your content and your stream. That was more important than the respect you have for yourself. In my opinion, you know, my, the way I live is, if I don't like your presence, I don't like being around you. I'm not going to be around you. Uh, if I if I feel like you wronged me, I don't want to be around you. I wouldn't. I'm not going to make an excuse to still be your friend. So th there's a lot of what are you thinking in this whole story? Now you also got to remember these are young people. Um, you know, content again. Content creators don't make the best. You know, don't make the best judgment. You know, so. If Faze Mew's doing this, he's a piece of crap. If she's doing this for publicity, um, she's a piece of crap. That's the way I look at it. Faze uh, Mew is still currently suspended by Faze. They haven't concluded their investigations or anything like that, but he's he's still on suspension from Faze. Uh, there's been no verdict on it. There's been no, I don't think, any concrete evidence. But the way I'm going to say it is what's going to end up happening is if he, whether he had, you know, if he has in writing from these girls that they gave him consent and all this other stuff, nothing's going to happen from it. You know, he basically did his unfortunate due diligence. If he's being that crappy of a person, if they said they consented to it, there's nothing you can do about it, period, unfortunately. Um, but if the, you know, if one of them's accusing that they didn't have consent and he doesn't have anything in writing or some kind of video or whatever, like they were talking about, he has video apparently talking to him, basically getting consent. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I hope if he's actually doing this, he gets found out and his uh, personally, your career is over because yeah, it's just a trashy human being. So, all right, 45 minutes in. I want to get to this last little subject. 
someone that I've been very critical about for a long time, a streamer that I've never been a fan of. Like I really, I really have never been a fan of this dude. Uh, Aiden Ross actually uh, made a comment that I actually, for once, kind of agree with him to a point. He kind of said some stupid stuff, but Aiden Ross um, said said something that I, you know, as a content creator, uh, I agree with. It says Aiden Ross calls out Twitch to finally ban hot tub streams. "Quote: It's promoting poison." Now, I'm gonna read this. There's not too much. Um. <laughs> So there's not too much to really say about this one. I'm just going to tell you guys what he said. I was going to play the video, but I'm just going to tell you guys what he said. He it said, Twitch giant Aiden Ross has called on the Amazon-owned platform to finally ban hot tub streams, claiming they're a problem in promoting poison among viewers. Hot tub streams have been a part of Twitch's meta for nearly two years. Back in early 2021, hot tub streams exploded in popularity and had divided streaming community since. Plenty of Twitch streamers like XQC have criticized them and suggested they const constitute breaking Twitch guidelines on entire. The platform ha uh, has even introduced a new category to house the streams, but with 2023 well underway, they continue to be the bone of con contention. Now Aiden Ross has waited on their ongoing prevalence and, and called for Twitch to ban them once and for all. Aiden Ross wants to... Uh, I'm sorry, here you go. January 20, January 20th, Twitch stream, uh, Ross claimed that they're promoting poison and constitute inappropriate content that would be banned if they were not protected by the hot tub title. I saw, he said, quote, I saw one person that lost money to gambling and you guys banned gambling. You guys moved on it quick. I think we have a problem on Twitch. I think the hot tub stream should be banned. It's a portal to OnlyFans and it's in the same category as gambling. Gambling streams have been another hot topic. We did a podcast on that. Towards the end of the 2022, Twitch came down hard on them after calls from creator like creators like Pokimane called to ban them. Debate has, has continued as streamers look for workarounds and move to new platforms that are part of gambling world. Ross continued going even harder on hot tub streams, saying it's promoting poison. You know what I'm saying. In the brain, I'm going to flat out say it. He claims it feeds addiction among viewers and argued that hot tubs are part of a wider problem of, so of softcore porn. Uh, whether Twitch re listens to Ross's views and makes major changes is another matter. Their response to gambling does show that the largest creator creators possess some influence in guiding the future of the platform. So now there's some things he there's some things he said. And obviously, the video is way too long, which is why I'm choosing not to play and just give you like the, the brief little update the brief little update of um, the gist of what he was saying. I've been very critical of hot tub streams. I think they're absolute garbage content. It's basically soft core. Um, um, it's basically soft core, you know, as, as I would put it, you're literally like with the smallest bikinis, basically you're in a hot tub. So you're allowed to wear a thong. Oh, you just happen to have to bend over in front of the camera. And it's, it's, it's literally dude. Like, my issue is, again, Twitch is a platform from 13 years and older. Where do you think the 13-year-olds are going? They're not going to watch Call of Duty. They're going to watch the hot tub streams. You know, and then they are obviously most of them have, oh, go look at my beacons for my other social media. Oops, there just happens to be an OnlyFans in there. You know, it's like, you know, he has a point. That's what, that's obviously what they are doing. That is obviously what they are doing. It's literally like, uh, if you go, it just just for a second. I don't want to promote this, but they have a category on Twitch called pools, hot tubs, and beaches. Literally, go and look at the thumbnails, and it's literally I don't know how many girls are not even facing the camera. It's it's basically like. You know, a soft version of Chatterbait or Pornhub Live. You know, and women are constantly bending over all this other stuff. And if you click on their, if you click on their stream, you know, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Go down to the About Me section. There's going to be a link to one of their, one of their here. All my links. Go to their link tree. Boom! The very top one is OnlyFans, fifty percent off. I called it <laughs> like that's literally the only reason they're live on Twitch. Now there is dude guys are, are not even allowed to have their shirts off while they stream, which is a normal thing for men not to have shirts on. 
but yet you literally are allowed to have women on there promoting their OnlyFans while not even doing anything. You're just sitting there in a hot tub in a bikini talking to chat and then happen to be bending over. So it's like, I, yeah, I'm 100% against it. I'm 100% against it. I, I, I don't care. Y'all, y'all can say whatever you want. This is one of the rare times that I agree with Aiden Ross on one of his viewpoints. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's just, just lack of content. Like, I don't understand how people can actually defend it. You know, you ban gambling, you ban this, you ban that. It's just, you know, but you're going to allow this and actually made, actually made your own uh, category for it to promote it. It's kind of wild in my opinion. So uh, there, there really wasn't much to say about that other than I agree. And it's just funny that I, I actually, I wanted to make sure I had the category right. And then I literally went to the top streamer on there and literally right there in the link. Cause you, you cannot promote your, okay. From Twitch's rules, you cannot have a panel or a direct link to your OnlyFans page. So everyone usually has a follow all my links here. It'll go to a link tree or beacons, whatever one you use for all your links. And OnlyFans is the very top one every single time. Every single time. It's always OnlyFans. You know, and it's it's something that has been going on for way too long. And it needs to be stopped. Again, there there are there there's teenagers on this platform. There, there, you know, there's there's young there's young adults on there. So how do you know that most people are watching you are are, are aren't under eighteen or fifteen or whatever? It, it, you know, and you're allowing them without some kind of blocking where you know at least requiring them to be eighteen plus. But again, we've talked about this before. It opens Pandora's box, like with the whole gambling thing. If you make a section that is eighteen plus, what are your rules for eighteen plus? What are you allowed to show and what aren't you allowed to show? You know, that's why I. I, you know, one of the things that Mixer had was mature streams. Like, you know, they had rules still, but you 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 were allowed to put like an age. I can't remember if it was like an age limit or or whatever limit it was. But there was a way to make it your 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 stream was for mature audiences only. And if your account was signed up with a with a date that was younger than what you were, you weren't even allowed to basically find that stream. Um, but yeah, so. I agree for once with you, Aiden Ross, that hot tub streams need to be done, banned. There ain't no place for it. Twitch is Twitch is supposed to be a content creating platform, and that's not content. There's other sites for that content. Get that stuff off of Twitch. Get that stuff off of, you know, I, I don't even, I don't think YouTube gaming has that issue. I don't think uh, Trovo has that issue. It's only Twitch. So that's all I got for you guys today. A lot of content creator drama. Uh, I know that's what people like to hear, but you know, unfortunately, most of it was phased today. So that's all I got. Make sure you guys follow the podcast. If this is your first time listening, greatly appreciate having you here. The easiest way to help this podcast grow is by sharing it with a friend. I greatly appreciate you guys for keep sharing it. We're on all major platforms from Spotify, Apple, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many, many more. If you're on Spotify or Apple, make sure you guys leave us a review. I don't care if it's a one-star review. If you hate hate listening to me, you're never coming back. Leave a one-star review. I don't give a crap. Until um, next time, guys, stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace!